All right, what's up, family? It's your boy John Bacon from the Bacon Bits Podcast. Thank you so much for your support, likes, and ratings. Please don't just listen, but rate me, follow me, and subscribe. This is an amazing way to offer free support. My beautiful queen and I have some books that we have written for your growth. So the first book we have is a workbook, actually. It's called Healthy Relationships, and this is a workbook through the lens of faith. Because what makes a relationship healthy or unhealthy? So this workbook is designed, it's a 12-week, it's a biblically grounded course, and every week has a, a few different principles. So if some of our principles, some of our topics that we're covering are respect, uh, cultivating security. And this is not just between a husband and wife. This is between parents, between siblings, between friends, between your bosses, employers. So it's really important and everyone deserves a healthy relationship. And also we have The Balanced Life by John Bacon. It covers how to be prosperous in your finances, relationships, your health, your mind, and your spirit. And we also have The Unraveling, a creative healing journal, pinings, poems, prayers, and ponderings of my precarious life. Um, I've had a testimony of, uh, I've had two brain tumors and two brain surgeries, and I'm super grateful, but I'm still grieving the process of healing. And this is part of the process. In this book, you have devotionals, you have prayers, and you have some ponderings. And in between these pages, there's a space for you to also be prompted to paint and to create uh, your own. Or maybe you want to write something in these books. This is part of your creative healing journal that we get to walk through together. And you guys can just head over to Kingdom Servants First. Kingdom Servants, the number one, ST.com. And you can purchase all three of these books Thank you for your support, your love, and your contributions. God bless. And having an accountability partner isn't necessarily trying to find someone who's perfect. Right. Oh, like, forget good that. luck with that. Yeah. Because you're never going to find him. <laughs> Nobody. Uh, or her. It's rather, you know, ideally somebody whose actions spring fr- from and reinforce their moral values and their commitments. Welcome, family, to the Bacon Bits Podcast, where we desire for you to take the bits of information and immediately apply them to your life for success. The ground rules for our podcast is that it will always be encouraging, uplifting, and informative. The areas of life that we will be talking about on the Bacon Bits Podcast is dealing with having a balanced life. You know, it's these five words, guys, that I love hearing you say. Say them out loud, please. Say valuable. Information applied equals success and once again we have the wonderful and dynamic and spectacular and beautiful and gorgeous and intelligent and yes i can keep on going because you know i'm talking about my queen diana costa bacon how are you doing lovey what's up love of my life i'm doing well and flattery will get you more food (laughs) yes indeed here we go All right, guys, what we're going to be talking about today is trust in relationships, whether that's trusting God, trusting yourself and trusting others. Uh, We are 100 percent responsible to create cultures of trust. We already are and will continue to be an influence in somebody's life that we are near. We must be intentional, build integrity and be trustworthy. Mm -hmm. Trust trust 
the firm belief in the reliability, the truth, ability or strength of someone or something, a confident expectation of something, a hope, confidence in the certainty of future, belief in or reliance on our connection to God. Amen. Trusting God is a huge part of our faith. Trusting God is, is trusting that he is who he says he is and for us to establish a relationship in restoring that trust. Uh, I like the acronym uh, of trust, T-R-U-S-T. And I don't know if somebody's ever said this before, just, you know, because I'm so brilliant. I came up this with this mm -hmm. myself. Uh, totally relying upon the Savior's test. Totally relying upon the Savior's test because God will allow us to be tested. And one of the things that I love telling people, and I have to you know, say this to myself as a constant reminder, anytime you are being tested in life, it's not because you did something bad. We have really got to get that. It's not because you've done something bad. In order for a teacher to, to know if they've gotten and taught you the information and you've gotten the information they've been teaching you, they give you a test. Did you do anything wrong? You absolutely did nothing wrong. But in order for you to graduate to the next level, you have to pass this test. And part of that is, is trusting that in the information they've been trying to teach you, you are able to pass the test. And that's why uh, having faith in God is really big because it's gonna, they're going to be test after test after test. And it's not because you did anything bad. Once again, it's just because you are getting ready to graduate to the next level. So I don't know about how you feel, but something in me um, tends to push back when people say, trust me when I tell you. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if I want to trust you. It's kind of like um, that saying, well, maybe it's not a saying, but I like to say it in my head. It's hard for me to trust when people say, I love you if they don't know how to love themselves. Yes, yes. So, yeah, we have to trust God. We have to trust in uh, us, mm -hmm. in who we are created to be, in us knowing our boundaries, in us knowing our limitations, trust that we know um, what we should do. Most of us know what we should do. But like you said, my love, doesn't always mean we apply the things that we know. Yeah. A lot of us know. A lot of us, <laughs> technically, with the things that we know, would be millionaires and the best chefs in this world. Oh Some people's God. houses, our grandmama's houses, should we, we should be like very, very, uh, what do you call those, uh, have those beard, beard, beard awards, beard, beard awards oh, yeah. with all the delicious cooking going on. But what are we doing? Just because we know stuff doesn't mean we're applying it. So we have to trust yeah. God and that we are created who we are created to be, that we know our gifts, our talents, our abilities, that we know our limitations, trust ourselves, then trust others. We don't just automatically trust other people, especially yeah. if relationships have been fractured, especially if people have gone through um, making choices in their life that have chosen substances or other people over the people they're supposed to watch out for, you know? Um, so trust God, trust yourself, and then trust yeah. others. But yeah, we are 100% responsible. So do we, first of all, do we even trust God? And uh, do we have faith? Do we have faith? Do we um, have an, a relationship with God? Yeah. So that's part of the key in restoring and building all relationships is um, our relationship with God and our relationship with ourself. 
Mm-hmm. Like, what does that even look like? Because a lot of us aren't very kind to ourselves, are we? And that's something that we need to be more intentional about. Yeah, and I think that's where the, the trusting God part is big in there. Because uh, just using the definition of faith in Hebrews uh, 11, one it says, now faith. So I always tell people, you know, yesterday's faith ain't going to cut it for today. Now faith is the substance of things that you are earnestly expecting to happen. That's the definition of hope. But yet there's evidence. Uh, there's no proof because you can't see it. And I like to use the analogy of somebody going to college for four years and they're going to college with the expectation that they are going to get a degree. But when they step on that campus, they see no degree with their name on it. There is no guarantee that they're going to get that degree. But they put forth the effort by faith of going to classes, taking their midterms, taking their final exams with the expectation that they're going to get uh, that degree. But they don't see a degree with their name on it. That's the same thing with our relationship with God. God is asking us to guess what? Put the work in. You know, it says faith without works is dead. You know, if we are really trusting God at his word, guess what? We, we memorize it. We learn it, but not just memorize it and learn it, but it's also applying it. And that's actually where I got that definition of valuable information applied equals success is from Joshua chapter one and eight, where it says this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate on it day and night to do not just know it, not memorize it, not to be able to know the Greek and the Hebrew, but to do according to all that's written therein. Then thy way shall be prosperous. Then thou shall have good success. And the huge part of that is doing what God is asking for us to do. I mean, you know, how many people do we know that go to church every week? And unfortunately, they don't live the life that they've been uh, taught in their local congregations. I think that's a really big part. As it says in Psalms 31, 14, but as for me, I trust in you, O Lord. I say you are my God. Do we really trust him? Trust is a major part of being a child of God is truly relying upon him as who he says he is. And the only way that's going to happen is if, guess you would, you continue to test that relationship. You know, you're testing. It's not that we know we're putting actually God to a test, but we are actually just saying, okay, Lord, your word says this. And so I'm going to do it. And I'm expecting from what you said that these should be the results, not exactly how it's going to come out, but, but it's going to come out the way he says it's going to come out, meaning that it'll get done, but it will not be according to how I think it should be. So I think that's a major part. For sure. For, so this is week nine. We talked last week about cultivating security in our relationships. Am I secure enough that can it's safe to talk to you, right? And part of that is building our trust. Sometimes yeah. trust has been broken in relationships. Perhaps you had an employee working and they stole money from you. They were a great employee. Maybe they hit hard times and you understand why they were stealing money, but they shouldn't have. It's still wrong. So now how do you build back trust in order to keep this employee? Or maybe they did a mistake or they did something wrong or they cut corners or um, with our children. Sometimes our children will will, uh, break curfew and not show up and they broken your trust and Mm -hmm. they stole your car and they they went for a joyride and didn't show up for six hours and uh, thank God they were well, but they still broke your trust. Uh, sometimes in husband and wife relationships, one or the other one cheats um, with a person, or maybe financially they have uh, they have cheated, and the, and the trust in the relationship was was 
broken because maybe they went and uh, they're gambling uh, or doing doing other things. There's so many ways that trust in relationships can be broken. Yeah. So you talked about the first thing is trusting God, right? And that is the first thing to do is do we trust God? Do we, do we trust our maker? Do we trust that we are created for a purpose and a plan? And are we living in that purpose and plan in some way, form, or fashion? You know, in a perfect world, we can get paid for living our um, our purpose and our design. But yeah. uh, we can still continue to apply that to our life regardless whether mm-hmm. or not that's, our, that's the way that we earn money. Um, but we have to also check ourselves. We have to check our thoughts, check our words, where we're speaking to people, uh, the desires that we're having. First of all, you know, part of it uh, when we're talking about cultivating security is do you know your own boundaries? Do you know your own limitations? What are you desiring? Is it even good for you? Is it something that's good for the relationship? Is it something that's necessary? Or is it this, you know, that little thought that came in your head um, and your actions? What are your actions showing others? It's one thing to say, I love you to someone. I'm here for you. You can trust me. But it's another, if their actions prove it or not. Yeah. How many times you personally work in drug and alcohol rehab? Um, I've worked with homeless for over 20 years and um, a lot of it is drug and alcohol some of it is mental health some of it is um, you know PTSD but all of it is all of it every relationship that they were trying to rebuild was the people were tired of hearing I'm different it's different this time they don't want to hear it people no longer want to hear the words they want to see the action applied they want to see a change they want to see consistency they want to see integrity they want to see accountability they want to see effort and they want to see something that's sustainable um that's what helps build our trust so how do we get to a point in our life where we trust ourselves? because that is the most important factor in developing self-worth and self-reliance is trusting ourselves builds ownership and responsibility in us and in those around us. Being accountable and teachable, it's gonna empower us and bring out the very best in us and the people God entrusted us to. We simply cannot give to others what we don't have to give for ourselves. And that's really important and kind of in earlier when I said it's hard to believe somebody who says I love you when they don't love themselves. You're right. Um, it's really important to know that we need to learn how to trust ourselves, and that we are trustworthy. And if we're not trustworthy yet, building our trust, building um, ourselves up to be that trustworthy person, it becomes easier when we know how to trust ourselves. And that's part of security and cultivating security in our relationships. So we talked about last week in, in the book of Healthy Relationships, that was week eight, we talked about cultivating security. You know, you have to do that with yourself first. I have to cultivate a, um, a culture within my own personal life. I can't have other people. Can't, I can't be the best for my husband or my children or my grandchildren or my, my friends if I'm no good to myself. Yeah. Well, that's one of the biggest uh, dilemmas uh, working at the rehab is because more than likely the reason why people are struggling with uh, drugs and alcohol, a big part of it is, first of all, they don't love themselves. That that when it's all said and done, I, from ministering to the homeless to ministering to millionaires, 
uh, in this time that I've been able to uh, speak to people. It's been because it goes back to where's the, the love for themselves. So part of the guilt and the shame is that they broke their own boundaries. They broke their own healthy boundaries. Man, I would never cheat on my spouse. Man, I would never gamble our whole paycheck away. Man, I would never allow uh, myself to sell myself for some drugs or some alcohol. I would never, you know, overeat or whatever that is. So we ha we have our own boundaries of what uh, we have broken and we have broken our own trust in those boundaries that we had set up for ourselves that would keep us living the best life that we can. So part of building that trust back up with ourselves is building back up those boundaries again that will keep us out of the mess that we've gotten ourselves into. Yeah. Now, I know last week and several times we'll re you'll hear us repeat godly accountability. Yeah. You know, have people in your circle, have people in your tribe, have people in your inner circle that have godly wisdom. Sometimes that could be if you're a part of a organized church, mm -hmm. that could be your pastor, yeah. maybe one of the elders. Sometimes that could be a grandmother. Sometimes mm -hmm. that could be a parent. Sometimes yeah. it could be a brother. Uh, but find someone who godly wisdom is applying the truth, Yeah, the truth that you are more than victorious, that you have everything within you to succeed. The truth of what God has said about us, not what our mistakes and our bad choices and our failures possibly have led us to believe about ourselves, because that's not the truth of who we are. It's not the truth of who you are. Um, and I don't know, we hear it all the time, forgive yourself, forgive yourself. It's not biblical in any way, but it's part of, we have to accept that those are just lessons that we get to learn along the way that will help encourage and empower us to know what not to do because now we know what not to do, right? Um, but it's to listen, to stay teachable and to apply godly wisdom, have your circle, have your tribe um, and stay accountable, stay accountable. This is part of being um, humble, having that humility, having the courage and the vulnerability to say, hey, this is my truth. This is... This is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm thinking about. This is what I'm desiring. Uh, a lot. I know that people who who are part of the AA community have that kind of accountability. They can mm -hmm. call someone and say, "Hey, I want to go have a drink." They're yeah. honest. They're completely open, and yeah. ideally, the um, their sponsor will, will talk them through. Let's go for a meeting. Let's go meet up. Let's have some coffee. Mm -hmm. Somehow they show up. We can have those people in our life. Yeah. You don't have to yeah. be part of an AA community or an NA. You may have never tried a drug in your life or never have a problem with alcohol, and God bless you. And I hope that never is a problem for anybody, but it could be other things. Anger might be your poison. Mm -hmm. Jealousy might be your poison. Yeah. Uh, resentment or depression. There's so many other things that could be that poison that leads you down a road that that is not healthy for you to go down, and you need to be able to call someone regardless of the time, regardless of the day, and have somebody pick up that phone who's who's willing to be your accountability yeah. partner and say, yeah. hey, I got, I, I got you, what's going on? And being completely honest, right? Being accountable, keeping your word. They know what your goal is, is to build trust back into a relationship. Mm -hmm. um, and the person that you're trying to build trust back into that relationship might not be that person that needs to be your accountability partner. Right. For instance, if you are, um, 
if it's a husband and wife, you might not want to admit to the husband or the wife that you're having all these thoughts because that might not help build trust. You might need a brother to do that or a sister to be there for you. Um, maybe with your boss, you know, hey, I'm just used to pocketing five bucks for every time I, mm-hmm. uh, I sell $10. I feel like, I get, you know, they would never know. Well, your boss might not be the person that needs to build your accountability partner in that. Find someone that will give you godly advice, godly wisdom, apply it, encourage you, help you along the way, lift you up when you're feeling down, and someone that you are responsible to be honest with. Yeah, and I I was reflecting back on when you said, you know, us forgiving ourselves is not biblical, and you are correct. But it says uh, in 1 John 1 and 9, it says, if you confess your uh, sins, God is faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you of all unrighteousness. And that's the beauty of being able to trust in the Lord with all our hearts is, is to when we give him stuff, he's going to take it. And God, God bless him. God, thank you that you don't have a memory like we got. Because God says once he, we ask for forgiveness, our slate is clean. But sometimes we always bring back up old mess in our own lives to, you know, beat ourselves up. And then we keep great records, you know. And God is always, you know, having to say, you know, uh, what are you talking about? Because once we ask for forgiveness with him. It's done. The slate is clean. We start all over and God is willing to be there to be that. But we have a tendency, you know, because we we don't trust ourselves. We beat ourselves up constantly over and over again with our old track record of the bad mistakes that we've made. And sometimes trying to build back up that trust is a big hindrance. Amen. And having an accountability partner isn't necessarily trying to find someone who's perfect right oh like good luck with that yeah you're never going to find him (laughs) nobody uh, or her it's rather you know ideally somebody whose actions spring from and reinforce their moral values and their commitments someone who walks the talk not Mm. somebody who's struggling with you i can't tell you babe i know that you experience it i can't tell you how many times i've seen it in our uh shelters um, people decide that, oh, this person's the, the one God sent me to this shelter <laughs> so I can find you here. And that's not where you, you're healing. You're healing and you, you need to be teachable. This is not where you just, you latch on because that's uh, codependency and that's not healthy. Wait, wait, that, that wait. It's not, that's not the person. Wait. Your faith and your trust in yourself will grow when you start and begin to honor your commitments. You're going to tell me rehab romances don't work out no okay come on man Man. brother i mean you know me being in the field for you know over six years now and to know that uh zero percent of those relationships have worked out zero that (laughs) that's a strong number zero Zero. of those relationships have worked out well well well, no you know what (laughs) because i know of a few who couples who had were homeless together and Mm -hmm. came into the shelter and some people they might still be together but zero of them are healthy Ah, ah, you are correct that is correct yes because that's a that's a big one that's i mean to think that and you know like i said because we don't trust ourselves here we go again uh man that might be you know the rule for everybody else but i'm really trusting (laughs) <laughs> because it's so much easier to deflect and not be willing to dig into the work that it takes to build up my self-improvement, my trust, my integrity, 
my moral compass. It's so much easier to just slow, th- just like let me, just let me just go tuck it in mm-hmm. underneath all my stuff under the bed here, so I can be Superman for you. Yeah. It's so much easier to just be somebody else's savior. Ooh, and we have that complex, you know. Yeah. We have that complex Baby if we're Jesus not careful. Everywhere. Oh my goodness, if we are not careful, you know, because how many. You know, men have went into relationships and being like, I can save her. He's playing baby Jesus at that moment. Or, you know, some women are going to a relationship and be like, I can change him. I'm like, Lord, have mercy. If he was a buster when you got with him, he more than likely going to stay a buster. You know, that, you know, God still perform miracles. Don't get me wrong. But yet yeah, more than likely. Yeah. If you, when you married him, they was a buster. They're going to stay a buster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So building trust in our relationships. Well, are my actions aligning with my values? My commitment to lead a, li- a life of trustworthiness mm-hmm. aligning? Is my words aligning with my walk? Am I being consistent in the things that I know I must do to not only build a security back up into our relationship so we feel safe, but am I even trustworthy? Yeah. Like, do you trust what I'm saying when I say I'm going to be consistent? It, am I being consistent? Talk is cheap. Yeah. And I think that's a big one with that is maybe you were doing really good with the trust issue, you know, with yourself. And then you just got, you know, you got distracted. You got a little bit off course. You know, I'm just going to use myself. Uh, I didn't, you know, pick up a, a few pounds here. And I used maybe to be. Sexy. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> I, I, I've gotten off track, you know, with my weight. And I knew, you know, for a long time I was doing really good. But now all of a sudden I would get distracted with, man, you know what? I know it's eight o'clock, but let me go ahead and eat that little bag of chips. Uh, let me cream. eat that, you know, some ice cream or some popcorn or some peanuts, or cashews. And, you know, the list can go on and on for me. But I had to finally catch myself uh, within this last month and say, you know what? I got to go back to, you know, slowly building that trust back up with myself. So, you know, eight o'clock. I'll just cut off pattern, you know, then I'll try next month, 730, then the month after that, seven o'clock. So it's just building that. Tr- Sometimes you have to do use tools like that to build, build that trust. Muscles. back. Yes. Build those muscles. Yes. Build that stuff back up so that way you can trust yourself again and know that, you know, what? once it's seven o'clock, it's seven o'clock. Doggone it. I ain't dr- eating nothing else. I'm drinking water for the rest of the night and that's going to be it. So it's just, just one example of, you know, sometimes you have to build that trust back up with yourself. Again. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what I'm I'm hearing while you're saying that I'm hearing Galatians chapter five. Mm-hmm. Self control. control yeah. The fruits of the spirit is what I'm hearing. Yeah. You want to build trust. We want to build security. We want to build healthy relationships. We're going to need all the fruits of the spirit. That's yeah. love. Yeah. Patience. Oh, I said patience. Yes. Long suffering. Mm-hmm. Self control. Yeah. Self control is big. That is huge. So there's nine of them. You can go and look them up in Galatians chapter five. Mm -hmm. But we have to remember to maintain boundaries, be consistent, Consistent. have accountability in place. And again, we're building trust in our relationships. And um, we talked about trusting God. Mm -hmm. Talked a little bit about trusting ourselves and what that might look like. Um, But when we trust others, guess what? Now it's time for part three is a lot harder to do because we have no control Ooh. of other people's actions one thing mm-hmm. i've learned in my life is people are going to do exactly what they want to do that's right i love that t-shirt that says sorry i'm late i didn't want to be here so people don't want to be honest but like i'll be there mm-hmm. with a bad attitude but they'll be there 
So the first thing about trusting others is rebuilding relationships and trusting again is possible. It is possible. Yeah. We need God's love. We need those fruits mm -hmm. of the spirit. Love, joy, peace, kindness, long suffering, uh, self-control. That's yeah, six of them. So far, I've yes. given you six. So come on, you guys look up the numbers. <laughs> so, but one of the most important steps in being able to trust others is our willingness to forgive. Yeah. And we can bounce back honestly back to the point one with God. It says, God says, we must forgive others as he has forgiven us. So that's a big one right there. Mm -hmm. Because if, if we don't get forgiveness of other people, God said it, he's not going to forgive us. And, and the reason why he's so harsh with that one, and that's not so much harsh, is the fact that he is a forgiving God. So if he's a forgiving God, guess what? When he says we're made in his image and in his likeness, is that he has built into us from his love the action uh, and the ingredient of forgiving of others because he is such a forgiving God. We have got to operate the way he has uh, in our spirits operated with us, and that is to be a forgiving person. Yeah. Trust has to be cultivated the same way that we want to be trusted. Mm -hmm. Other people want to be trusted. Yeah. Right. Like when that kid comes in at two in the morning and has completely exceeded his his uh, uh, what do you call it? His curfew. Uh, curfew. Mm -hmm. And he's supposed to be home at eleven, and they they come in with a trying to sneak in, but you you put your chair in front of the door so they can't sneak by you. Mm -hmm. And they will be like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, mom, I'm sorry, dad. Like, I'm sorry, I won't do it again. You can trust me." <laughs> well, we'll we'll figure that one out, brother, because yeah. it's not going to happen tonight. You're not going to have the keys for two weeks. Like, yeah. We'll talk. We'll talk. Mm -hmm. But that trust has to be built back by okay. what? By saying uh, you're not going to get the keys at night, maybe for a mm -hmm. while. You know, you know, you're just not yeah. going to give them out. But you have to use discretion. Uh, I know last week we talked about feeling secure. Um, use discretion and wisdom with who you invest your time in. Continually strive. To be trustworthy but also know um not everybody has the grace for you yeah amen not everybody has hey. the love and the patience for you yes. they might love you but they might be uh tapped out of all the fractures in this relationship um it could be from both sides it could just be from life in general sometimes love life comes to like boy life will be will knock us down and then kick us in the throat while we're down there and, yeah uh, sometimes it's health, sometimes it's financial. Like I said, you know, last week we talked about, or last time we talked about, like whole, whole COVID, this whole culture of COVID and yeah. sickness. And, you know, there's so many things that are com consuming the environment and consuming uh, the whole culture has shifted and changed. And it's just different. We, we, we feel weird. I'm a big hugger. You're a big hugger. Mm -hmm. So it feels weird to just, you know, embrace when uh, people are refraining from embracing. And, yeah. Um, we have to still respect that, right? So, mm. you know, use discretion and use wisdom. Um, you can continue to build trust in relationships, continue to build trust in God, continually mm. build trust in yourself and carefully start to trust other people. But not everyone has the grace for you. So please remember that. Yeah, and that's, that's big because one of the most powerful lessons in my 55 years of living is when I heard this one client give his testimony and his eight year old son, after he came back, he was at our place. He went through detox. He went through our 30, 30 day residential uh, treatment program. He went through IOP. And then when he came back home, 
his son would not talk to him eight years old for a year literally a physical year y'all 365 days this young boy would not talk to his dad for a year his dad had to build back up that trust i mean anytime he would even talk to his son the son would reply to the mom but never look at the dad and that was amazing but it was just one day out of nowhere the child said you know dad can i have a pink drink you know from starbucks and that thing right there broke everything because his dad had to you know you know hold himself back tell itself now i know this little something something didn't just ask for a pink drink and he ain't talked to me in a year but he had to kill his pride and kill his ego because guess what with his son he had to build that trust back up all over again because that little boy was hurt from his drug use being more important than him so that was really important that 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 uh father had to acknowledge that you know what i have to build back up my trust with my son because he's not just going to give it to me he i have to prove it to him because love is action so we have to do that love is a choice yeah love it needs to be demonstrated and needs to be expressed in a safe environment you know we we've all broken trust to be honest all of us have broken yeah. trust with someone and all of us have had our trust broken due to the actions of others mm-hmm. and we had no control over it so we have to be wise about who we are rebuilding with mm-hmm. Because um, sometimes we have to recognize also that that person may have just been for a season. Yeah. And that's a whole, whole other boat of, uh, of things to unravel. Yeah. And I think I love that scripture that uh, Proverbs 13, 30, he says, he who walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will be destroyed. Mm-hmm. And how many of us can look back over our lives, look at the uh, group of people we was hanging with and look at the results that we got from hanging with those people. I mean, I used to hang out with some knuckleheads, boy. And the thing that was so hilarious to me was because my mom was so strong-willed. I mean, my mom was a beast, as we would say now. Uh, and I also call, call her a thug, too. Uh, anytime my, my boys was about to go out and do some dirt, and this was when I was really young, maybe like, you know, fifth, sixth grade. And I had some older cats that was uh, hanging out with me on the street. You let me you tell how, how young I am when I say older cats. Uh, and those that guys were going to go out and do some dirt. And them dudes would make me stay right there on that curb while they went out and did their dirt. Because they know they was going to go do something that I was not uh, going to be proud of that moment. Uh, they was going to deal with my mama if I got caught up with some drama. So them brothers knew. And they had a fear of my mom. So that's what made them not want to go take me to the dirt that they was going to go do because they would get in so much trouble but it was because of the fear of my mom that uh i would i was able not to have to get into those situations so they they, they trusted in their instinct to know uh mrs bacon we she ain't gonna cut us no slack <laughs> she gonna fight us like a dude and she <laughs> we, we gonna have some problems you know so she yeah that, that was a whole story in and of itself yeah and you know what when we trust others that grows from the depths of our own self-trust we trust we have to trust ourselves in order for me to trust another person they knew your mom well enough and they had enough trust in themselves to say oh no i know i can't i can't go bat to bat toe to toe with (laughs) they they trusted themselves enough to know their boundaries right like it, it ends here right yeah um but it also goes to our trust in God, right? Yeah. We have to be gracious with our opinions of others. So here's a little uh, challenge. So 
be gracious with our opinions of others, right? We ideally would hope that people would be gracious with their opinion of us. I would hope that you didn't catch me in a bad day and think, oh, I don't like her. She's just not like, oh, I hope she's okay because it's not, it's unlike her. I, I would hope that people would be gracious with their opinion of me and I try to be gracious with my opinion of them. If they're not talking to me, I don't automatically want to go to, uh, you know, check our thoughts. Be like, oh, they don't like me. I must have done something wrong. No. Maybe next time we'll we'll meet up. Maybe next time we'll have an opportunity to talk. So my challenge to you is get a notepad, maybe on your cell phone. I, that's where I take my notes. Is write down the goodness that you see in you. Now, this is where vulnerability just isn't for other people. It's also with ourselves. This yeah. isn't about you being arrogant. It's about you being honest. You see good in you. So write down the goodness that you see in you. And now the biggest challenge is going to be um, the people that you have the hardest time trusting, write down the goodness you see in them because it's there. Yeah, that's a big one because when people come back into a rehab, man, after their third, fifth, seventh time of going out there, you know, falling and then coming back, you know, the shame and the guilt is already kicking their tail. So the last thing I need to do is come in and, what the hell are you doing back up in here again? That's the last thing I need to do. I got to, you know, in my mind, think to myself, Lord, this is going to be that time that they're going to finally make that change. This is going to be the time they finally going to make that transition. And I have to trust. And I first, I got to start with trusting God. God, you made them. So you know how they built. You know what's going on with them. I have to trust that, man, this is going to be the last time, you know. And after you've been hurt, you know, and like I said, they're not hurting me. They're hurting themselves, hurting their families. And you, they ha I have to trust that, man, this time is going to be the time that they finally going to make that that change and do what they need to do. So that's big for them because they need that support. They need that uh, uh, faith from other people to build that trust back up in themselves to do the right thing. So, guys, I am so grateful for this opportunity once again to teach with my wonderful queen. And we love you. We want the best for you. And we will pray that you will start trusting in God, trusting in yourself, and trusting in others. This is your boy, John Bacon, with another segment of Bacon Bits. We love you. God bless. Mm -hmm.